0: but I have heard just so. animals in general, things like that through my stuff, so. Cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have an entire story and background of that one, but. So we can, we can get into it. I don't know how comfortable I'm sharing all of that, but I <laughs> yeah, um, I'm good with
2: it.
1: My wolf, I'll see you. Yeah, I can do with that. All right.
0: I'm going to pause my TV, though, because she's still on balcony, so I don't need background noise.
3: <laughs> For the first time, we're not going to have blues in the background.
1: Oh, yeah. I have two sleeping children in the room behind me right now.
3: <laughs> uh, Mine are down the hallway.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah.
0: They mean to bring culture into your life with jazz. My bad. (laughs) If I wanted to
3: listen to jazz, I would be falling asleep. It doesn't calm (laughs) me down, it makes me go to sleep. Country makes
0: me. It doesn't even. Mine just makes me less ragey.
4: It does the exact opposite for me. It makes me want to murder people.
3: Is that everything? No. Most you things.
0: could have been a cop in like the 80s or the 50s or whatever <laughs> the fuck Jap was around in the 40s. Oh, good Just times. furious jazz players. Yeah,
3: yeah. Welcome to the new Upsala podcast. We're on episode 12. And we're going to be talking about Filgia, Spirit Animal, Spirit Guides. As you can see, or if you're hearing our audios back to the normal shitty way it has been, um, cause we're no longer hey. in Utah altogether.
0: Oh, yeah,
3: we ran of all, ran out of all the recorded segments and now we have to do it back to the old way. The unfun
0: <laughs> way. We had to do our jobs and stuff. Super yeah. lame. <laughs> so, uh, getting no, sh-
1: <laughs> on. um, no, no, yeah. I think those went well, though. Are we seriously on episode 12? Yep. Er. Or episode 11. I don't know. 11? 12 or I was gonna 11. Say, I didn't... Whatever. Whatever episode this is, that's <laughs> cool. I didn't know we were that many into this now.
3: So but all right. we'll be at 100. We have to do something special
1: for the hundred. Yeah. We do. I'll have to start thinking about that. Yeah, it's only like two years away. Yeah.
3: There you go. Quick math.
1: Ma- like a year away.
3: No, it's not. It's it's over a year away. Alright, so I'll go a year and a half to two years away. There's fifty two weeks in a year. Yeah. And then Episode 100. We're on episode what 11, 12, whatever it is.
4: Okay, so it, you, you're right. It's close to brain notework. <laughs> math is hard.
3: Math is hard.
4: But I can do quick math. You ask me math quick.
3: You just didn't do quick math.
4: Yeah, but I can do it quick. Watch. Ask
1: me a question.
3: Why the chicken cross the road?
1: 42. You know it's funnier than 25? No. 26. You're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was an episode yeah. of
3: Spongebob.
1: Yeah, I remember. Vaguely,
4: because I wasn't allowed to watch Spongebob, so the only time I would see it is at, like, a friend's house.
3: Oh, was, those were the special times?
4: No. I hated that show with a passion. What?
3: Young Cultured oh, I'm Swine.
4: To, I'm about to make a lot of people real mad, aren't I?
3: No, not really. It's just a childhood TV show that uh, fostered a whole I... generation of humans. Why, Wolf, you're muted? You're muted. You've been muted for like two years.
0: That's fine. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen much of SpongeBob. I've seen some, but not a whole lot.
3: Well, you're also like the age of dinosaurs, so... Your input is invalid in this argument.
0: I knew that city before it was underwater.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, bikini bottom. It used to be bikini tops.
2: <laughs> whoa, whoa!
0: Like a, like a transition, and like you in like a completely different outfit or some shit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, gone. Like, that was You're
1: amazing. Cool. <laughs> yeah <sighs> on, uh no all right
4: cool so this week outside of our uh random bullshit talking at the beginning of
3: this we always we're do talk
4: about, yeah that we always get into almost immediately um we're gonna talk about philgia or spirit guides or spirit animals if you will they did have a place in norse paganism and northern europe as well as throughout most of Europe at that point in time. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into that a little bit. So what are your guys' initial thoughts about this in
1: our aspect as Gothar? It's a spirit animal.
0: Okay. I did it. No, yeah, I've never felt uh, really, like, one way or another, like, I have a favorite animal, but I wouldn't say that penguin's my spirit animal, so that'd be a little, a little depressing. I mean, it might be cool, I don't know. I love penguins, but, uh, like, it, it should be a dead giveaway that, like, a wolf would be because of white wolf and such, but I don't know if that's even to the degree as, like, a spirit animal, per se. I've heard a lot of rumors about spirit animals in our culture and our beliefs, um on like how they come about to creation or existing in your life and things like that but um, i don't know if i necessarily have one i like when i visit the ocean and seals slap their belly i give them fish that's i like animals i still like fucking cats i think that's about it (laughs) what are your thoughts on this topic
3: so when it comes to philgia spirit animal spirit guy whatever it's more I I encourage it, meeting your Philgia Spirit Animal Spirit Guide. Um it, it's a different sense of comfort and like instead of you know the gods, goddesses, the universe watching over you, it's your Philgia. And sometimes people correlate it, including myself, I correlate it with ancestral um venation. so when meeting my philgia for the first time it was a very spiritual awakening that i did not foresee at all and it wasn't even intended but um he showed me his face and What I need to do with my life and pointed me in the right direction and and said, I'm a part of you. Well, I've always been a part of you. Now, you know, I'm here. So let's pitter patter. Let's get at her.
1: Right. And
0: one of the things that I've heard to your point with Ancestral is. Um, so a lot of times, spirit animals for people are their own ancestors that were reincarnated through generations, or recycled to the web weird, or whatever else, and came back for the family or for their bloodline to guide them. Uh, sometimes it says they're described as guiding; like they're, they're spirit guide. Essentially, same same kind of concept. With it. And so I've heard a lot of people re- reference them as like. It could be a great-great-grandfather or like 40,000 great-grandfather or whatever you want to call it. But a lot of it I've heard is actual ancestors in that animal form. So I, I, it's probably the ancestral because that's the only thing I've
1: heard of with, with that. But,
3: I'm thinking of like Brother Bear, like the Disney movie. you yeah, guys see that movie?
1: Yeah, that, that's a pretty apt description, actually. Yeah. I have not seen that
3: movie. Oh my goodness, White Wolf.
1: It's a Disney movie. (laughs) Okay, what year?
3: Like... Fairly recently? Not recently. Like early 2000s?
1: Before
3: after Frozen? Before. Way before. Okay. Like I grew up on watching Brother Bear. Or... or uh, Moana Can't with the uh, grandmother tweet. turning into a, a manta ray. you say Moana? Yeah. I've seen Moana. What the flying fuck?
2: What?
3: You've Brother seen Bear Moana, but you haven't seen Brother Bear?
0: Yeah, like, I have, I have taste.
3: No, you have the opposite of taste.
0: Oh. No. <laughs> you are
4: ignorant. To the joys of mankind
3: are you, are you saying brother bear is better than Moana or Moana 100% oh really yes yeah I don't know if it's yep. like actually like better film wise but it's definitely better because of nostalgia on my end
4: I would say the story was written better too I
3: don't know they're both really well written like the overarching story yeah is good for both. Are we films.
4: actually debating Brother Bear versus Moana right now?
3: It's all because of filgia and the aspect it has, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. modern, yeah. uh, fucking. All right, let's try to bring it back. Mo- modern, uh, interpretations of Norse pagan filgia spirit animals and how the normal populace are introduced to it. See,
4: okay. brought it back.
3: There you go. So,
4: in Moana, for this reference, the grandmother turns into the manta ray that you see close to the end of the movie. Um, that would be considered a filia, and she actually has the tattoo of the manta ray on her back, which is a sign of her having a filia or a spirit guide, or a spirit animal. Um, and it references a point where the grandmother says something along the lines of, I hope I got it right, because this is what I want to turn into when I die. So that's almost perfectly in line with what you're talking about with ancestors. Um, again, that's more of the Pacific Islander type culture, but the spirit animals, and spirit guides, have been around and throughout the world cultures for a very long time. And almost everywhere. There's, um, I don't know, well, if you may have a better grasp of the Chinese calendar than I do with your studies with Buddhism. Oh, maybe not. I but, mean, yeah, but what are we talking about? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I remember hearing this random thing, and I have no verification for this, so I'm asking you at this point. Um, the Chinese calendar with the animals on it.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I've heard a rumor that you're more pendant you have a higher tendency in Buddhism to reincarnate into or after, maybe it's not Buddhism, I don't fucking know, but something with a Chinese calendar and you reincarnate into the animal of the year that you were born into. I don't
3: know if I've, I've heard that, but it's an interesting theory. I want to say it's it, that might've, but I know of it's that animal traits, what you're closely associated with. Same thing with, the astral signs the Gemini took and all that.
0: Right. Oh so, uh, the Yeah, because the, the. yeah, then like for example, I'm a Scorpio, but I was born the year of the snake. So those are the two so like, you're the Scorpio and Snake. Straight ass poison. Are you a poison me, Like really? So yeah. I guess.
3: So I was the Born of the Rat. And I'm a Gemini. So I'm a two-faced rat. Like,
0: by definition, no, the snake's supposed to eat the rat. <laughs>
3: like, I'm doing great.
0: <laughs> I didn't know what my Chinese birth year thing was. I don't know what Pisces Chinese birth year thing. God. If you don't say Zodiac, I'm gonna, we're going to get canceled by so many people. <laughs> like, no, you he's going to
3: were- be... Uh, I don't know what you're probably gonna be in like an ox no we're we're pretty close
1: No, it's the rat yeah my dad's a rat My oh, I was he, born in the year of the he rat. rat he's not like
0: he's not like master splinter that'd be cool but like he's the year of the rat as well yeah um yeah no so i Pisces in the year of the rat that's weird I don't know I don't know the astrological signs very well. Like as far as like, I just know I'm a Scorpio. I know what terrible tendencies that I always usually lean towards and stuff like that, but I don't know the rest of them. Yeah. I'm selfish. Hence Scorpio.
3: I, I want to say Gemini is like fluid and, um, see both sides of the argument. There's like sense. two
4: sides to each of them though, Too that the whole arena is so freaking complicated, man. Yeah. I don't necessarily subscribe to it. But, by all means, do you.
3: So that's another um, aspect of seeing your philgia is subscribing to those separate aspects.
4: Yeah, it is. Um, so, I would say yes,
1: I did find my philgia fairly young. And then it just progressively got more intense as I continued on my pagan journey. But... Um, yeah, I was told by a Native American man a long time ago that I acted like a wolf, and I didn't take anything from that. I was like, "Cool, dude." And then ten years down the line, I'm sitting there and I'm going, "Yeah, you know what? I think my uh, I think my name is Sigvier Wolfar." I was like, "Wait, shit." wait, no, hold on, that guy was right the whole
4: time, oh no um, but yeah that, that was the first mention that I ever got of it and I kind of talked to him about it in spirit animals um, keep in mind I did not go asking a Native American man for a spirit animal I'm not that culturally blind to shit, that is hilarious, the people that do that because half
0: the time they're like, you're an octopus. just having a blank like, have you seen this pet and be like, what is it? Tell me what I've lost. I'm like,
1: oh. I've actually, so one of my goals
4: whenever I move to a new place is to make peace or make friends with the Native American community around me as best I can, just because technically it was their land before the U.S. ever took it over, and I want to respect that side of the history of the land. Um, as part of our Gothi Oath, we are sworn to guard the land and the spirits that are on it and to create frith with them so I always like to reach out to them and just kind of make myself known or talk to them about certain things so I've had these conversations with them and funny part is one guy um, he told me straight up whenever anybody would ask him that he'd be like yeah you're a cow And he would just come up with, like, some fucking random animal off the top of his head. And it was hilarious to me because he was, like, he told some dude he was a sparrow. So the dude took up, like, paragliding and shit.
1: I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, I'm dead serious. The dude,
4: like, went and dove into paragliding at first. I was like, okay, all right.
0: What would he have done if he said he was a naked mole rat? Like, what activity would that be? It's going go to go to Europe. Being a Twitch streamer? No.
1: that's right, too <laughs> real.
0: <laughs> We're going to get in trouble.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but no, spirit animals are a very, very, very real thing. They've been around the world for a long time. Um, they can be very, very influential in your expression of self in the way that you handle certain problems um i've been known to have a hothead contrary to pisces beliefs from what i understand
3: no way you're
0: a hothead
4: yeah. it's crazy right?
3: i never uh, would have
0: guessed i'm more appalled by contrary to pisces beliefs uh, that was that was more painful pill for me to swallow well, apparently apparently the pisces guys are all super
4: nice and they're fluid and- go with the flow bro and like surfer dude stuff and i'm like no i am extremely aggressive about everything so and i'm sure that at some point somebody's gonna watch these and like leave comments or something somewhere and be like that's just one side of pice can just and whatever um and now i just made them really mad and they're gonna leave like a paragraph comment um
3: i can't wait to share it to you
0: we're going to lose like, all of our Oregon viewers after this. <laughs> Good.
3: No, I'm just
1: kidding. I love you guys. Um, but no, so
4: there's, they guide your life choices. Um, along with the aggressive side of having a wolf-like field I also have a very strong act-style mentality. The people that I do care for, I will go above and beyond for and this is just part of my personality I've had since I was a little kid when my friend group got into trouble or something like that I'd step up and take the heat for everybody or I'd try to so there's, there's so many aspects like that when you do learn of or if you have a phobia or spirit animal um, those kind of things can influence your day to day life choices which is wild but then you look at it and you look back at the past and stuff like that and it's just this Totally different mentality once you learn those kind of things about yourself, which is super
1: cool to see. But it can be, it can be a shock for sure. Okay, I'm looking up
0: now, but we're gonna, I'm gonna do a spiritual animal test online. Those Yay! Are <laughs> what, could, what could go wrong? Let's do. It's a penguin. If it's a penguin, I'm gonna I don't even care. I fucking love penguins, man. They're dope. <laughs> Best dress freaking nature ever. I love it. So um
3: let Um, I just wanna say like mine is a raven. And I found that out when I know, popular to belief. It's weird. Uh Whoa. I know fuck. <laughs> it's he showed himself when I needed him most and when I was at a crossroads and he pointed me in the right direction. I kept on I keep on saying he could be a girl, boy, whatever. In the essence it's an entity, but I'm just saying he for ease of saying shit. So Yeah, he uh showed himself to me and Showed that, all right, this is the direction you need to go to, and I'm going to help you not walk your path but oversee your path. And that's how I saw it, and that's why I get ancestral behind it because I like, um, for me, my practice is very ancestral, whether it's just grandparents or great grandparents or. Generations back. I like to worship them. Because they've taught so many important lessons. Not just to the human race as a whole. But think of a few generations back. They were churning butter. And now we can just go to Walmart. And get a tub of butter. And that's one of many things we can go get. Um, So it gives a sense of privilege but also thanks. they went through a harder time so we can make so they made our lives better and in the essence i'm going through a hard time for my great-grandchildren and bloodline going down so that's how i look at it it's generations back helping out the current generation and so on so on um but I also just wanted to say, if you're a Norse pagan, you don't have to be a wolf, a raven, a bear. You, uh, I know one individual that is a beaver. Their Filgia is a beaver, and he wanted it to be a raven and everything, but in the end he saw that his true filgia... Is a beaver because of how constructive he is. He can make anything out of everything. And he's strong enough to or smart enough to block a river system to better not just himself but the people around. So yeah. Um don't feel you know as Sevier's Philgia is a wolf, mine's a raven. Uh White Wolf is gonna figure out his, but it's probably gonna be a penguin.
0: Dude, the first question, the first question is what would you like to change about yourself? It's mean. <laughs> this is this is a critical task. This is a mean <laughs> task. It's the first fucking question. Good. Okay. But
3: in the essence, a is your true self. And that's how I see it. It's aspects that hold true to you and guide you in how you are. Sigviters he's a he protects the pack. He's a pack person. Me, I watch over people. I like to guide them and um I necessarily don't pick fights, but I'm definitely make sure what's going on is seen so
1: Yeah. No. It it makes a
4: lot of sense when you look at it in that regard. I mean, I'm sure you've met people. Uh, I think the funniest part or one of the funniest relations to this is if you ever watch like an old school movie or you're from like New York or something like that, I'm stereotyping a lot of people. Um, some of those old like mobster movies, they'll be like, He's a rat. He's a stinking rat. And what that would mean was that they were a lying, conniving, thieving little spec
1: That was a nuisance um, or a traitor, if
4: that's the case. But yeah, no, those kind of aspects were taken into a lot of people's lives. And fortunately, unfortunately, the reality of their situation may be entirely different. But those perceptions that come with those animalistic tendencies that people have, which people have animalistic tendencies because we're technically just a bunch of animals technically according to science um but yeah we have those tendencies we have those things about us that are animalistic and it's important not to shy away from it. embrace those parts of yourself and if there are parts you want to change change them like why wolf just said with this uh test that he's going through right now what's the first thing you want to change about yourself he probably said his face
0: but it wasn't an all the above options. That was a bummer.
3: Uh-oh. What were the options?
0: Yeah, what were the options? I'm curious. Oh, I don't even know. One was like, I want to feel more settled. Uh, One was, I want to be more open to people's emotions. Okay. One was uh, just straight like um, wanting to explore more. I don't know. There was like, it's like eight answers per I'm burning through it. The second question was my house at Hogwarts, so this is all over the place with this task. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. It just asked for my astrological sign and what I would produce on a farm, and I'm pretty sure I know that answer too, but it's not on here either. So.
3: What would you produce on a farm?
0: What's your Hogwarts house? I want to know. now. We're invested. <laughs> I was gonna share my screen while I did this, but I wasn't sure what questions were gonna come up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my Hogwarts house is absolutely Slytherin. For the record, I'd call you a hufflepuff, but sure. (laughs) I don't give a hufflepuff what you say, so whatever.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) This is
0: what is your your dream job? A cook, CEO, political activist? Mm. The job? Who wants to do that? I, I didn't know that was like a job. Uh, uh inventor, astronaut, or environmental, science, environmental scientist. environmental scientists. Yeah, I know inv- that makes more sense the political activist.
3: When I so, think of political activists, are, I think of the people that go to like Capitol Hill and then they like yeah. yell at all the the governors and all that.
0: Yeah, I just think of protesters, but that's I didn't know that, that was job. Oh so I, I can
4: somewhat explain that, actually, which is surprising that you guys can't, being that you're up in Oregon.
3: I don't acknowledge I, where I live. I don't, <laughs> I don't subscribe
4: to <laughs> politics.
3: <laughs> to the Portland area.
4: <laughs> oh, political activism is a... They essentially run it like a fucking presidential campaign. Have you seen, like, the TV shows have been in, like, a presidential campaign office? where they're like cold calling people trying to get support and shit like that. Or they're like out on the street and yeah, they actually get paid to do that stuff. Crazy.
3: Yeah. The only cold calls I get is if I want to increase my auto loan Mm. or if I want a free chip,
1: a free chip,
3: a free trip.
4: Oh, trip.
3: Yeah.
4: Chip. And I was like, Oh, we're going that route now. (laughs) Oh <laughs> hell Like the the fucking Tesla coil one that goes in your head? Like what are we what kind of chip are we talking about? Is it like a Dorito?
3: <laughs> no, I want the, the Google glasses.
1: I don't need all that. They don't need to see what I look at.
0: So I thought about like smart glasses before and all that stuff and, and how useful it'd be as us as practitioners, which I know would change, you know, a lot of things, but like imagine doing a bloat and like you can literally have like what you've written and like what you want to say in like verbatim like right here that no one else could see like it would be hugely beneficial but like also that'd be so distracting and who doesn't blow up with sunglasses on but i thought like that'd be really cool to like have like what your script is it would be nice because i forget that sh- i just halfway through it i do it right and then i just like make it up and then i come back to what i remember <laughs> like i think that's the
3: good. beauty behind it though <laughs>
0: like those of the
4: things that you're being guided to say at that point like you so we can talk about that real quick before why will shares what his uh spirit animal was
0: oh i'm not even doing it it's a freaking long quiz man It's hey, not
4: know. um we can talk about that for a second though how we experience bloats and, like, the freeze that happens. Because, I don't know, Randy Raven, if you experienced that yet? You'll be, like, doing a rune casting or a rune pull for somebody. Or you're in the middle of a ritual or ceremony or something. And you just go completely blank.
2: Yeah.
3: Like, I, I remember... did it in Utah. But then I also did it in Korea when I was there. Um, When... I want to say I did... Winter nights, or something like that, or maybe it was a full moon ceremony, and there was this baby heathen, and he was like asking me a basic question, and I'm I just blanked. I was like, I know this, I know, I know this.
0: John somewhere is fuming pissed right
3: now. <laughs> oh, so how is how was Midgar created? Fuck, how. How? How? So oh, bad.
4: <laughs> oh. oh, that was funny, though, because I heard that from the other room on that study group call. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, Brooke heard me, my wife. She hears me, mutes the call, and goes, honey? <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I heard it. <laughs> I don't know, but. Those kind of things happen when we're in the middle of rituals or ceremonies and stuff like that or one-on-one conversations. I've done it during rune polls where I just sit there for like five minutes and there's just nothing. Or I'll be in the middle of telling a story or answering a question and it's like my tongue just gets pulled out of my freaking mouth and there are no words. Like I've tried to say it. You're sitting there like, and uh, uh, and uh, and it's just nothing. And you know it. You know what you want to say, but just blank. And nothing happens. It's the craziest experience because it happens with those basic questions like "Is Thor and Loki brothers and you're like and at some point those questions you're just like you're not supposed to. And what I attribute it to is somebody is saying they don't need that answer. They don't want to know that. That's not for you to tell them. That's for them to figure out themselves. And oftentimes it's with advice or life advice or spiritual advice that that kind of stuff happens. Like, yeah, I could tell you exactly what to do and how I did it and how I've helped other people do it, but apparently I'm not supposed to say shit right now. This is on you to figure out, man. And it's just one of those things that's it's crazy to think about and deal with. In the moment, it's ridiculous.
3: You have a... When that happens where it's someone else is saying... They need to figure this out on themselves, but naturally as a Gothar, you want to help and be the bridge. It's fighting the inner battle between what's being told through you versus your actual nature. I find it's extremely, um, it's hard. It's like fighting two brains all at the same
4: time yeah and unfortunately I think I've conditioned the community that's around my local area to just accept that kind of thing like they'll be into it and I'm like yeah and you can do this and this and this and just no words come out they're like you got stopped didn't you
1: and I was like "Mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to tell you things right now tell me it's a penguin
3: it's a penguin I wish it was a penguin what is it? It's a raccoon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a trash panda. It's a fucking trash panda. I'm going to read what it says because I haven't read it yet. It just shows this little like, bay raccoon. I fucking hate everything. Say it, White Wolf. It says, uh, despite their reputations, raccoons have many positive traits. These cunning mischief makers are confident, curious, and assertive. But most of all, they're adaptive survivors that have learned to use humans to help them survive. If you have a raccoon guiding your life, you're likely to use your skills to help others. Raccoons put their family and tribe before anything else. With your ability to think outside the box, you can create opportunities to transform your life and the lives of all around you. I have a fucking
3: raccoon. Yeah, you could train, transform everyone's life around you by eating all the trash.
0: Yeah, clean up the area,
3: right? <laughs> oh my god,
0: I, that was a long
3: quiz. How many questions? Throw um, this out there, real quick.
1: These
4: chaotic little tricksters was like the first couple of things. I
0: thought about you know, as I was reading. I'm like, fuck. I don't know how. I didn't know how many questions there are. It felt like there were a thousand, but I'll put it in like our in our chat, and you guys can have at it if you'd like. But that right. was rough.
4: I love that. that. That fits you so well, you little trash panda. <laughs>
0: fucking trash panda. I mean, it's like black and white-ish and black and gray. It's kind of like penguins, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a land penguin. It's a land penguin. No. Don't insult penguins like that. It's a trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> a trash panda. Well, though, I agree
4: with it, honestly. To a certain point, I can see it.
0: I just think of Rocky Raccoon in prison and Guardians of the Galaxy.
4: I'm like, oh. Dude, I can see it. But,
0: you know,
3: with each spirit ammo, there's a positive and negative side behind it. Oh, they're
0: survivors. They're scrappy little survivors. Oh,
3: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I saw one that, like, um, attacked a girl and then the bomb came out and, like, Got the raccoon off the little girl, and that raccoon was going ham on the mom.
1: So
0: so my question is: If these are my ancestors, what asshole ancestor turned to a fucking raccoon? (laughs) Who he piss off? Who they piss off? (laughs) Uh, That's great. All these things in the world, and possibly more, and then they're like raccoon.
1: Like, what the fuck? What they're are. a highly little trickster. Agents of Chaos. Doesn't say Agents of Chaos. I don't remember. It says something about Chaos. Chaotic.
3: Yeah. I'm just thinking back of the episode of uh, the realization that White Wolf and Loki's life <laughs> are very similar. <laughs>
0: Same but different, asshole.
4: <laughs> you know, they're, they're way closer than same but different. They're parallel,
1: almost. I am want to find
0: all the similarities between Heimdall and Loki and just run it. Like, All right. <laughs> you. Go for it's it. Gonna be like my own assignment. That's going to be our next topic is like, all right, let's see all the gods and who's the most similar to Loki and just stack oh, yeah. them. That's great. Well, Odin is, but sure. Yeah. Other than Odin? Like,
4: Other than Odin, which one's most similar? Yeah. Well, I need the... to pay attention to
0: raccoons. Hmm? I need to pay attention more than to raccoons. I had a bunch of them living in my cabin for a long time. They were huge. I didn't let my dog out. They were like this round and there were big haunches moving through the snow. They're terrifying. Exactly. Apparently I need to give homage to raccoons more often. Okay. that's been the opposite of my entire life so yeah, yeah.
3: is there raccoon. any is there any lore behind a raccoon there's none that I'm I know sure of has
4: something to do with Logie if there is let's see <laughs> oh I'm so down for the search hold on we're looking this shit up this is gonna be
0: great Raccoon. I don't think, I don't think there would have been They're not, are they native to that land like there's no way our ancestors would have had, like, that same lore and stuff to it.
3: If not, then what would be the closest
0: like connection? Like It would be, like, Tusker, in my opinion. Like,
3: I could see that. Being just trying to be chaotic and destroy his own mm-hmm. home by pissing off two entities.
1: Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm looking this shit up. It's going to be great.
0: Raccoon is a trickster spirit in many North American tribes, particularly common in more light-hearted tales aimed at children. In some raccoon legends, he's portrayed purely as a mischief maker, while the legends of other tribes focus on raccoons using his cleverness and dexterity to escape from danger or acquire food. Basically
1: a lad. <laughs> um okay
4: i just google searched raccoons in northern europe okay
0: oh how's that looking the
4: fourth fucking headline is thenationalnews.com nazi raccoons on the rampage is europe european population
0: Yeah, little patches on them <laughs> like like is that a nazi raccoon <laughs> like, completely bald except for right there No, but you know what?
4: You know what? I have seen raccoons do something very eerily similar to what Nazi Germany would do as a salute. If you've ever seen them stand up on their hind legs, they got their fucking paw out here like this. Every animal does that. (laughs) Not like a raccoon does, because they keep their fingers straight and everything, man.
2: (laughs) Raccoons
1: are Nazis. All right. Anyways.
3: Yeah, but when, like,. Norse paganism and everything. I could see a squirrel, ratatasker. Be a... it would probably be the closest thing. Let's see,
1: what is this?
0: Oh, cool. Oh. This is naming a lot of gods and goddesses and their spirit animals, and apparently. Vula, a goddess of secrets, counsel, and beauty. A friend of Odin Frigga's spirit animal is a raccoon.
2: Hmm.
0: I am now looking through my drive for Vula. And I hope I'm not a fucking moron. And it's not like Voluspa or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. Thing right now. I don't know. It might be. V-U-L-L-A.
3: Well, while he's looking that up, this is your friendly neighborhood reminder to go outside. It's fucking summer.
4: Yeah. Yeah, be outside. Don't get sunburned, though. Skin cancer's bad.
0: Eh. Oh, I was outside for a long time the other day. I was like, man, I went outside recently. I went outside every day. But one time I went outside, that actually mentioned this shit. And it was last Saturday? I think it was. I went to a Snoop Dogg concert. That was fucking awesome.
3: Let me guess you, uh, Oh, you had the Snoop Dogg experience.
0: Well, so we're, we're freaking <laughs> out because we think, okay, we can't take like weed in with us because it's like an amphitheater. It's security, not because of who's playing, but because of the building and maintenance and stuff like that and security overall. <laughs> and so we're like, okay, so we're looking stuff up. It just says no illegal items or no illegal contraband. I'm like, okay, they're not, it's not illegal there. It's not illegal where I live let's go for it so we're like i'm like literally having like edibles in like my socks in my boots like i'm like hey just in case i'm gonna smuggle some shit through like legit and the, I'm, we're standing this line to get in right and they're not too long way longer than you want to and the bomb sniffing dog comes up sniffs goes by and that was the entire security protocol like, there was nobody that checked like my shit, they didn't frisk me, nothing, <laughs> they wanted. And then, so I get there, and like, fuck, so we have all this weed, like, we did take a lot of it. And so, for like, at least nine hours, we were completely stoned, which is fantastic. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg, like, we can see, like, we're there. Like, we're not like, oh, like, we're like, holy shit. And they're throwing out lighters, like, all the time for for everyone to smoke. I have a picture of where I'm sitting and Snoop Dogg, and you can't see Snoop Dogg because it's just pure smoke, and it's an outdoor arena. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg goes, man, I can't even see my audience. There's so much smoke. And I was like, yes. So Yeah, no, we had a whole, and I mean, so eventually I have to get food, right? I wasn't hungry, but you know, that's not up to me. And so they're like, hey, go get me some food. I'm like, okay. So I wander off, never been there in my life, don't know where I'm going. And I'm just higher than a giraffe's nutsack, and I'm just start wandering around society. <laughs> like, and so eventually, I'm in the group chat with one of her, and her, with her, her and her friend. Thank God, like just texting, not like even about the concert. She lives in Montana, and I'm like, I'm so high, I don't know if I can find my way back. And so they're like coaching me through the text. And I'm like, I've got all the food, I'm fine. I got a drink too, like I'm good. But I'll I was like, I was really, yeah, I was, I was, sur- I was surviving. I was raccooning that shit hundred <laughs> percent. And so, so eventually, she goes, "Just follow the vibe, you'll find her." And then I, the next picture they get is me and her sitting next to each other. And I'm like, "I did it! You found like, the vibe. We did it!" Yeah, no. So I went outside. That that was my. I went outside recently. Now the only image that's in my head
4: is a raccoon hanging onto a giraffe's nutsack.
0: Smoking a blunt Like a a, a swing Like yeah (laughs) I have a new tattoo For you to get (laughs) Knock (laughs) it
3: Will you get Uh, a raccoon Smoking a blunt
0: Raccoon just like Bill blunt Yeah. Yeah Yeah, yeah, that would fit. That would fit your personality type. One of my one of my backgrounds on one of my devices is the picture of the raccoon that's clutching the beer that died like that froze to death like that in the pickup. oh you yeah, guys seen that? It's oh, in the back yeah. of the pickup and it's got a full beer and it's just dead. Um, but that's like one of my background images. Maybe I am a raccoon. Shit, I don't know.
3: <laughs> Why would that oh, online <laughs> test lie? Yeah, right.
1: Eerily accurate. It's flawless. In the description, <laughs> that was eerily accurate.
2: I mean uh, you your
3: wargow are Fuck. Words are hard.
1: What did you just try to say? I don't know. Uh
3: the <laughs> d- Harry Potter. Hogwarts. Your Hogwarts okay. house came into effect because you picked Slytherin and they're cunning.
1: Huh? Hmm. Uh i still think he's a hufflepuff with a honey badger
4: aspect it's the closest to a raccoon
0: dude i've shot oh, no one's gonna like this podcast i shot a honey badger like five times with a fucking uh five five six and that fucker ran at me afterwards those things are invincible and i ran away i'm not even ashamed to admit it we left entirely it was will, uh scare away bears like grizzly bears yeah they're nuts we saw it, and I was like, "Is that a badger?" So we go pop, pop, and it just turns we're like, "Oh, fucking light it up!" So we just shoot the shit out of it, and it's running up this fucking dirt sand hill. And we're like, "Nope," and we all just left. <laughs> That's a, not that fucking route, I guess. We took a detour. <laughs> like, I'm not going near that. You nonsense. just
3: did a hit and run.
0: <laughs> yeah, it ran at me.
4: He <laughs> just. You severely underestimated your opponent. I think the only like animal story that I can honestly say, I almost shit my pants. So I was camping. And I was alone. Don't do that. Don't go camping alone. Bad idea. Um and I open my tent door in the morning and I look out. And there's literally a fucking wolf like five feet from me, just hanging out by my fire that I had the night
1: before. And I'm like I just sit there, and I stare at it.
4: And then, like, other ones start coming out of the trees, and I was like, well, nope, I'm going to die here today. So I just closed the tent door and waited for him to leave, and I was like, mm
0: hm. I just imagine you being, like, stark naked as you unzip. I was. Like, I was oh, like, ah, oh, fucker, dude.
3: That's when you just say, <laughs> sup, bro. All right, uh, I'm yeah. just going to go back to sleep. Like, I don't need to be awake right now.
0: Yep. Yeah. Clean up when you're done. I'm out. Go on about your business, sir. I apologize.
4: <laughs> no, that shit was, it was fun, though. It was, a, it was a cool experience because later I saw them again. I was on a hike, and they were four or 500 yards off, and they were doing their own thing. But I just saw them again, and I was like, oh, shit, I should probably leave because I don't think they're just going to leave me alone now. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was sketchy.
3: I don't think I have a scary animal experience. Oh, oh, I had of, a when our family had chickens, or I had a rooster come charge at me.
1: Man, a whole ass rooster?
3: A
0: whole, it's like a whole ass rooster. Brand like, new 21 year old girl in a New York bar. That cock just kept running at her.
1: <laughs> oh no. You gotta watch out for them nuggets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: so, uh, so that water level—that water
0: level—it's so high, it's crazy, oh, crazy. I should look up the footage right now of it. Have you been up to? Have you been up to Kazi lately? Have you seen the water level? It's fucking nuts. No, I told. It was high, it's higher than I was at Snoop Dogg. That, that was—it's really high. I told oh, my God, wife about
3: that. About the whole conversation of uh the whole the irony level. behind the water level, and now it's just ironically said. You seen that water level? It's fucking that crazy. Level.
0: Like awkward wow. silence. Like so, that water level. It's like crazy. <laughs> Dude, our guests that were at the cabin, literally, would come in. And they're like, "Man, you saw water." Level? I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> like, Oh, you have to tell Rain Reuben this, because he doesn't believe me that this is an important topic for not a lot of people. (laughs) So a lot of
4: people didn't know the state of Utah got absolutely drowned this spring. So the Great Salt Lake over here has been slowly dropping, just losing water every year for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think it was between November and the end of January, the water level of the Great Salt Lake rose by, like, two feet. Not inches, feet. It was just, like, this astronomical amount of just dump of water. And it hit every other lake and river around. There were flood warnings going around. Everybody was like, oh, no, my house. And I was like, I live on a hill. Ah, get wrecked. But, yeah.
3: Crazy. Yeah, water, no. or you uh, talk that fucking water with is crazy.
4: It yeah. is
0: crazy. <gasps> <laughs> it isn't always that high. It was super high. <laughs>
4: Keep in mind, you're talking to two dudes that worked on farms growing up. is like, like, so true. Rain is a good thing, okay? We all know it. We all know the song. Uh, so yeah, no one. No one I'm trying to swat. hay,
3: but whatever.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, sometimes rain is an asshole. Um,. Not Rain Raven, the, the the. Oh, I mean. But that is true. Okay, I mean, all right. I just didn't want to be the one to say it, but if we're just gonna openly admit it, that's fine. I'll you you it.
3: literally said it. Yeah, I'll say <laughs> it. I'll okay. be an asshole. Alright, But you know. It's very far and few between because I'm a sweet little angel. I'm just a one tall.
4: There's three statements you made right there that are wrong. Ouch. One, you're not sweet. You're salty as
1: shit. True. Two, you're not little in any regard of a human being. Hmm.
3: Parts what? Of me are That I'm aware <laughs> of. <laughs> let, me, let me read it. That I'm aware of. What are you talking about? We we both went three. to basic. And three.
1: You're not an angel, man.
3: Why? Because I have red hair.
1: Yes. Partly.
3: Damn. South (laughs) Park strikes again.
1: (laughs) Uh,
3: So
0: Filkias, right? It's fucking crazy. I need a, yeah. So my cousins have a pet raccoon. I didn't, I, yeah, there's a lot of raccoons in my life. But yeah, they have a pet raccoon that lives inside their house. It's fucking huge too. Why is it?
1: You need a pet raccoon. You need to stop getting dogs. You need a pet
0: raccoon. you think I'm the one getting the dogs. That's very nice of you to think I have that kind of authority. Somehow you acquire them. So.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't get them. I just get them.
3: Through partnership. <laughs> that's how he gets them. Yeah. Through partnership.
1: Raccoons. Interesting. Um, no. Uh, so. Okay. So if that's the case.
0: Do we, do we know of any other like outside of you know, obviously Native American culture I would argue is where it all originated from I was obviously trying to look up like origins of spiritual guides and animals there wasn't a whole lot of origin obviously uh, multicultural is going to be multicultural in the same sense as where they get connected to some animals or not um, but I, I just don't know a whole lot of other I mean, again this is something yeah. I'm not really immersed on That you, if you guys know more Stories of spiritual animal type thing. Um, yeah, I know a few. Unless Rain Raven, did you want to go with this?
3: I just wanted to mention Africa is mm-hmm. huge into oh. uh spirit animals. Whether they use the term filgia, I'm pretty sure they don't. I'm pretty sure just Norse use the term filgia, but spirit animal in general is seen across the world in every spiritual essence and tribe and you know everything far and few between
0: like Mushu and Mulan
3: yes actually yes that you know that would be a um, spirit guardian
1: spirit guide Yeah,
4: a spirit guide in the movie
3: he's a guardian though he's pointing Mulan in the right direction and protecting her from harm that's why he was doing all the f- messed up shit to all the boys.
4: Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, in the movie, he, the spirit guardian they have is the dragon that Mushu tries to wake up. Oh yeah. Was a guardian. Mushu was a spirit guide.
1: Totally. Regardless, it's cut in hairs at that point, but,
4: um, so obviously native American lore is super into the spirit animal stuff. Um, the Celtic traditions or Druidic traditions are super, super into it. Like, they have a lot involving that, even so much as I'm sure some people that listen to us have played D&D before, the Druid class that they have, where you can shapeshift into animals that came from Celtic lore. Um, Celtic and Druidic lore. Um, obviously, Norse Paganism does. We have the term Phylgia, which is the spirit animal or spirit guide. Um, Asian cultures oftentimes have them um, from Chinese. I believe Hindu does as well, if I'm not mistaken. Chinese, Japanese, and Hindu lore has those things. Africa's super big into it. Um, so in reality, when you widen that breadth of search on what you're looking for, with spirit animals and stuff like that it comes down to pre abrahamic faiths oftentimes had a nature-centric religion to them or nature-centric practice which frequently held spirit guides or spirit animals in
0: high regard well i mean even even abrahamic does too i mean you talk about a lot of Christian is lying the lamb, and they have the dove, and they have these certain things. Even, even the Vatican, their one of their highest callings or position is called a cardinal. Like every one of them has some sort of animal connection of some kind.
4: Um, and I think what that truly really stems from, in a theological point of view, is as human beings here on Midgard, we see. Nature around us as something to keep and hold dear. Um, so we attribute animalistic characteristics, animalistic characteristics, animal characteristics. I think both of those were right. But See,
3: whatever. Ten times first.
1: Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs>
3: like that's what we just witnessed.
1: What <laughs> you? Um, but those characteristics are oftentimes seen as a. Way to relate to our natural world, um,
4: especially with. I know there are some people at also Pacific Islanders, they also have those relations as well. Um, I know the tribal islands of New Zealand and those places I, are
0: big time. I, I think it would be easier to find all those places that don't, yeah, than places that do. <laughs> Um,
1: even, even in Central Asia, so in that area, the Middle, well, the Middle
4: East, I was trying to find the word, but it's technically Central Asia, it's fucking, um, in the Middle East, they also have these when you go back to the Assassin or Assassin and their relation to cobras or scorpions, and they had different classifications of animal characteristics to their people. And stuff like that to their warriors. So there's always... And South American cultures with the Aztecs and the Mayans. So really, yes, it would be far easier to try and find the place that doesn't historically. But even then, I don't know that you would find any.
3: The only one that... I'm thinking of is Russia and I'm not sure if it's just my ignorance or the well, American school system failing me.
0: Tons of like, obviously like a bear and stuff like that is the most like, I what? guess
3: I know like they, you know, they wear the bear fur and everything, but it's also fucking I thought they had like a hold up there. So, I'm trying to think of animalistic.
1: So you want to sense. Dig Yeah. They were called the Rus.
4: And they also worshipped very similar gods to the Norwegian or Northern European countries.
3: I knew of that like way back in the day. I'm thinking like modern like modern day worship.
4: Modern times most things have gone to Abrahamic religions. Yeah, that's true. So most of that stuff has piddled out, except for the lion of god and they're the lamb of god thing and the lion protects the pride or the all
3: right lion king
4: yeah i don't know like what i think is funny is that somehow i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it because i don't care right now i think it's hilarious that in christianity they considered the lion the protector of
1: the herd of sheep
3: I thought it was the sheepdog.
1: No. They referenced a the lion
4: as the ones that protect the sheep.
3: Yeah. I mean, they got it, well, so might as well protect your food source.
0: Right? <laughs> I guess. Outside of the Russian bear, um, which is the symbol since the 16th century, I'm trying to look at other stuff for Russia on what they do. I... I have to... There, It's a spiritual thing, too. It's not even, like, an actual, like, like... It's not, like, their fucking favorite animal. There was a spiritual... I swear there was this huge thing with it in, like, Siberia and stuff like that. I'm, like, I'm trying to remember what it was. I may have... I don't know. Maybe I dreamt it and just made up my dream or some shit. But
3: I don't know. Well, we mentioned a couple things that, like, you know, Disney, the biggest corporation in the world, is one of the best people that share spirit animals to the everyday people. I mean, yeah, they may
0: do all sorts of stuff to them, but they do bring that culture or that, that story to life, if that's what you're talking about.
3: Yeah. I mean, we modern or like currently the most recent one that I know of is you got Brave and then you got Mulan you got Moana it's just a lot of films showing that the spirit animal spirit guide is still alive and still needed to be connected and people still need to reach out to their spirit guides whether it's Actively, or is it reactively through a situation?
1: that's why this
0: all sounding so familiar. So, with a lot of um, Russian uh, mythological creatures, things like that, it's the kikimora, the baby yaga, the leshy. Which that's why
1: baby yaga. Yeah, Baba Yaga. What did I say? Baby, baby. Yaga.
0: Baby. Baba. What's up, baby? Well, you a, little one. You little yaga. Witcher? Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Um, but that's the whole thing is like that's why it sounds familiar, is because the witcher and everything with it obviously comes from these, these cultures. And so that's why that's probably why it was bugging me, because the leshy, the leshans, like all all sorts of crap. But I was like, uh Okay. Well I feel better in my brain now that I knew something, but it was so if you just taking t- over my
4: if you dig into Slavic lore, is what it's called, is the Slavic peoples that came up with this stuff, they also have those gods that are attributed to certain animals and stuff like that. So yes, they would. Um, in today's modern world, probably not. I mean, it, it really depends on who you're talking to in today's world, because we have so much information, the age of information type thing. So with the Abrahamic cultures taking over most of the world, we
1: have this I want to
4: say negligence of learning, regardless of all the information we have. But I don't think negligence is the right word. I think that gives it a bad light.
0: Um, it's of intelligence, but not due to resources, basically. So technically that would be negligence, but it's
4: Anyways, we have these (laughs) cultures. It's
3: it's rocking around,
1: right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Uh, We're just causing problems. Uh, Um,
4: (laughs) But we have these things where people get so stuck in their ways that they don't learn any of the cultures that predate or are different from theirs, and we've seen a shift in that recently, over the last 10 to 15 years probably, where people are starting to research stuff whether it's through ancestral ties through ancestry.com or something like that. So they dig into what their ancestors would have believed and they learn different things or they just pick up a random book one day and they start reading about stuff or they're playing a video game and they start reading things about that, like the witcher or uh God of war or any of those, or the TV shows that influence those kind of things. So people start to research it. Um, that's been interesting to see, but yeah. In today's world, I don't know very many cultures that do it exclusively. Outside of right now, from what I'm aware of, the Native American peoples still do. The indigenous peoples, or, or whatever the E C term Druidics mean, and such, and they talk about culture I'm not spirit. Sure. Sure. And we do. But there's, it's just not mainstream at this point. If that makes sense, like I can't think of a country that's strictly under that kind of ideology. But maybe I'm wrong.
3: The Vatican. <laughs> uh, you mean with <laughs> God? But then, um, so when you said something about like a country being like having a Philgia, the U.S. and an eagle.
4: So that's not what I mean. I can't think of a group of people, like a country's population that is that practices under the same banner, that would have a spirit animal type culture. A nature-centric religion that governs a country, or is super
0: popular. One that's large enough to be the majority, is what you're saying, is. I'm sure there is, like, in, I mean, to our point, like, in Africa, things like that, that's a little bit heavier there. But even over here, I'm trying to think.
3: would argue the eagle.
1: Well, yeah, that would
4: be the symbol of America.
3: But it's also the filgia of America.
4: That's a bold claim right now. We're more like a drunk pigeon.
0: Which, I mean, what was it, Edison or Jefferson? I mean, terrible. Was going to have the turkey, so that seems the more appropriate right now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, we're more like a drunk pigeon at the moment than a yeah. eagle.
3: We're still a world power. Still a major factor in the world economical oh, yeah. stage. But then um, if you come down to what an eagle is, a uh, fucking bird of prey high in the sky that has laser sight vision that is an apex predator in the sky that is undefeated i i mean i'm immediately thinking of air force (laughs) but but in the end it's freedom as in this aspect of The eagle has no predators, so he flies freely.
4: Okay. And I get what you're saying. That's not necessarily what I meant by that, though. But yes, I understand what you're saying. I mean, biblically, biblically, in the Bible, it states something along the lines of the land of the eagle will fall to the bear and the tiger or something like that,
1: if I remember correctly
4: at some point in there which is wild
0: it to me. It would be I mean that's like masonic stuff too with ox and such so it would just depend on what you're yeah. referencing. That's a new one. That's one we haven't really explored. I don't know
4: if any of us can truly say anything about the masonic group or anything like that with the freemasons but
0: that may I mean be- I may know a thing or two but basically the like in that same sense it's like said the the ox and everything with it, but it's not—it's not like a—I don't know—it's not representing a, a culture or a or a nation of sorts. So it's kind of what we're talking about is that world scale stuff. But definitely societies like Freemasons like that—they do have those very prevalent. It is very all over the place. Um, even the rituals that go on are very animal focused. Um, like mm-hmm. even with the the garb, the decor the calling, like, everything with it is very animalistic. So, I mean, as far as societies, sure, but not, like, full cultures and countries.
4: Right. I mean, we can even talk in that whole organization style aspect, we could talk about our
1: school itself with the Raven, the Stag, and the Wolf. Right. All of those are represented in our school for their different properties and how we see them. So, yeah. They're all there.
4: It's all over the world. It never really left. I just can't think of a country that practices it. I don't want to say exclusively, but as a majority.
1: Except for maybe somewhere in Africa or...
3: I mean, but Africa would be more along tribe instead of country.
0: I think tribe would
3: be a better term when you're thinking about Africa. But I'm thinking like ancestral and I'm thinking of Japan. They're still very ancestral, through it,
1: and having it as a
3: a guide, like in the movie Mulan.
4: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I was gonna make the joke of what's their filly now? Hello Kitty, but that was
0: <laughs> the same with China, like China and like the panda yeah uh, or whatever you can just go with dragon or anything to that effect, like dragon monkey, tiger, panda
3: I mean another thing that I wanted to bring up was like you said it was very earth based and that's what paganism is. it's an earth based religion um and we have gods that are associated with certain animals same as other cultures one being that i'm going to name uh the chinese paganism uh you got <clears throat> wukong which is the monkey king he's a trickster um so yeah there's that um i want to say the story goes that he's a monkey that it was an actual monkey that um god defined powers or something like that
1: It was, oh hell, I'm going to butcher this,
4: but it was, it was a man that was cursed to be a monkey, but throughout his deeds, he became a monkey king and a master of certain martial arts and stuff like that, and spiritual practices that allowed
3: that kind of thing. And I probably just butchered the hell out of that, but yeah. Oh, you did better than me.
4: If I remember correctly, don't quote me. Do your own research. Read a book. Do something. But if I remember correctly, from my menial research into Chinese lore and their
1: histories, that's what that was. But I might be wrong. I was probably looking it up right
0: now. Um. But yeah. No, I was just looking up if there was any other like. I'm. I'm. I'm looking at, like, Ratatusker and stuff now, and I was oh. looking at, like, if there are other, like, rodent or, like, smaller animal, like, that style of that family in much of Norse mythology outside of Ratatusker? Like, is Ratatusker the standalone squirrel, and there's no other, like, little creatures like it? Because we have, like, cats and all that stuff, um, like, a lot of house and common pets, but, like, when you're looking at other, other animals such as Ratatusker, I was just seeing if there's any correlation to any other Mentionings of rodents or animals that and like that nature in our books, but I can't see anything. So somebody's gonna be really mad at me right now that's not on this call,
1: but Balular might be associated with a raccoon as a forest based animal. But is a forest based exclusively?
3: Or is it able to adapt to the needed environment.
0: It's in major, every major city in the world, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's now, but...
3: I'm just saying, the raccoon is a... can live in the forest, but then can also live in an urban setting. The raccoon adapts to the environment that it's in. That's why it's resistant, or persistent. And... So, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of rodents, but when I'm thinking of rodents, it's rat, mouse.
0: There's not a lot. Um, what, what, uh, everyone loves those kookaburras uh, or... What
3: the fuck are you talking about?
1: It's a... Uh...
0: It's a it's a capybara or capy cap oh fuck a capybara it it what is it capybara maybe
1: it's the largest rodent in the world yeah what is it The capybara or something like that capybara that sounds right capybara.
0: They have uh in uh, shit. I don't know. I can't remember what country. I think it's Thailand or something like that. Um, they have cafes and uh, capybara just walk around. It's a capybara cafe and shit like that. Like they're just. It's like peacocks, but it's a big ass fucking rodent.
3: Oh, <laughs> you're talking like cocoa bear. You mean no koala bear?
0: No, not a koala bear. I'm talking about capybara. You're right. It's the capybara. What the hell is a Cocoa Bear?
3: No, that's I what I thought he was Bear. saying.
0: Oh.
3: I was like, what are you, Cocoa for Cocoa Puffs?
0: Yeah, they ate the new cereal, or just chocolate <laughs> bears, it's Cocoa
3: Bears. New Uppsala okay. has sponsored have, Cocoa Bears.
4: They have, it's a marsupial, so it's technically closer related to monkeys, but they have the little thing that, they call it a Cocoa Bear or something like that, which is like the little marsupial thing that eats coffee beans and then shits them out and it's supposedly like really good coffee but you're eating an animal shit
3: yeah i mean technically um, if you think about it we're drinking dinosaur piss
1: yeah my at this point probably
3: <laughs> dinosaur stuff wait you actually bought that i didn't know you yeah. bought that one yeah like apparently,
0: I didn't. But I mean, I bought it, but I didn't choose shit.
3: Because I was... know I thought about getting one, but I wanted one of each. And
0: yeah, this stupid person there's... was
3: like, "I don't know."
0: Oh, dude, we can look at to the top. It says which one's in it. What? Yeah, it has a little check mark to which one it is.
3: So, Sigviter, you need to do grocery shopping for me.
0: Out of a bitch. This is a trice- uh, triceratops one. Okay.
3: <laughs> Stupid! We can just look on the fuck. A fucking
0: sword pendant. Yeah, a... but the employee didn't even know. They probably are the one that marked it. <laughs> Y'all are playing
4: with dinosaurs that aren't <laughs> even real fast. Don't be What on else dinosaurs. do you do with the dinosaur
1: park? Why did two grown men go to the
0: dinosaur park? <laughs> It there, there wasn't. It was two grown men and a full-grown woman, too. Okay. <laughs> and
3: <laughs> several gummies in.
1: Yeah. Whose <laughs> idea was that.
3: I think it was mine.
1: <laughs> I'm not surprised, you fucking you know how
0: cool it is to get high at the dinosaur park?
3: <laughs> Wait, you... No, uh, what was it? You touched a real-life dinosaur bone. And then I did my gummy was like kicking claw. in, and I was like, Whoa,
0: this is trippy yeah, Be the one touching it, and being like, Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, I got to touch a, a Tyrannosaurus claw. I think this we went over this in the other podcast, we were all shit faced on. Um, it was a Tyrannosaurus claw, like a real one, they just got out of the stone put together, they were reconstructing it, it was all legit. And I asked the question that I thought I'd get the exact answer to. And I said, I know, I already know the answer. Can I touch it? (laughs) And this little scientist woman, cute little thing, was like, I said, can I hold it? And she goes, I can't let you hold it, but tell you what. And she kind of was like, I'll let you touch it, but I have to hold it. And I was like, fucking deal. And so I got to like touch it. And I was like, cool. And yeah, no, that was trippy when you're high. That was a different experience. (laughs) I'm sorry. You guys, we don't
3: have this in Oregon. The most we have is like ocean-based, but I love dinosaurs. If I wasn't being a chaplain as a job, I would want my other dream job as a paleontologist. But I settled it being a hobby. Because I don't want to go to school for 10 years.
4: I just want to point out this is what I deal with, on um, at the very least twice a week basis, is two full grown men. do play with dinosaurs.
0: I don't play with. Okay, I touch a real ass dinosaur. Of I, I, fuck. <laughs> oh. You wanted to dig in the sand
4: pit with the children?
0: No, I was the only one that wasn't going to do that because <laughs> I have already done that my whole life growing up. So I wanted them to have the yeah, experience. Yeah, I
3: wanted to do it, but then. I don't want to add to the stereotype with a religious figure hanging around and touching children.
0: Yeah, there were a lot of kids there, and we decided to
3: steer clear.
0: <laughs> Why would you touch the children? I
3: wanted would to touch the dinosaur dim- bone.
0: <laughs> oh. Yeah, the, like, I got a skull. Give me a skull. I now.
3: <laughs> no, but... um. I bought like a lot of Jurassic Park memorabilia because I've been on a Jurassic Park kick. I'm like listening to the book and everything. So it's year twenty
0: of your Jurassic Park kick.
3: It's a, it's the thirtieth <laughs> yeah. anniversary this year.
0: There you go. Yeah. Whatever.
3: I'm I'm so happy.
0: Of Jurassic Park or of your addiction?
3: No, it's Jurassic Park yeah, thirtieth right? anniversary.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you going? Are they going to do something at the at the Moda Center again? That you know? Of?
3: No, I think that was it. I was so.
0: Pissed. I bet Omzi. I bet Omzi's going to do something.
3: They had a dinosaur exhibit a couple like a couple years ago. I went and I touched a T Rex, just like we did at the dinosaur park. I touched a lot of stuff.
0: Um, there's you're near uh, McMinnemans in in North Portland. Sometimes, like for Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, they do an entire weekend because it's a uh, all. The, it's like five. Ba- it's a bunch of bars and restaurants, and it's actually a hotel inside too. And they have a theater, like a real theater, and they play every movie. And so I wonder if they're doing something for Jurassic Park. Because mm. they seem like the whole place, like, the, like every bars, every theme, like everything. It's super cool. And I want to find out for you because if that's happening, that oh, double yeah. date and that shit. <laughs>
3: Well, my dream car is the Jurassic Park Jeep.
1: Yeah. I mean, you guys saw my house. Yeah. Yeah. Your own little Jurassic Park. Oh my <laughs>
2: goodness! It's amazing.
1: You guys are ready. Jurassic oh. Park. Oh. Oh. no, I may have found it. Oh. Jurassic Park in Kennedy School, which is the name of the was thing up. Um Give me more information Nothing like looking
3: up Jurassic Park During work
0: Spirit animals Maybe yours is the (laughs) T-Rat No we already (laughs) talked
3: about mine Mine's a Raven Yours is a Raccoon Sigvider's is a Wolf Stupid fucking
1: Raccoon (laughs) That that's You're getting a Raccoon Tattoo
3: that's the new assignment. <laughs> you know how we do, like, we haven't done it in a little bit, but, like, the extra assignments where we give them some time. What's your feel, mm-hmm. Kia?
0: That's not right. And then we'll get it all, we'll make it all serious and, like, present really good with and have them present, like, indie tales and then I'll just say, mine's a raccoon, <laughs> and then we end the call. <laughs> like, all right.
3: Uh, we have about, like, five
4: minutes. I was gonna say, Kill. I know we're close. Yeah. Um, keep in mind to everybody that does listen and is listening, um, ask us questions. You can shoot them to us on our Facebook page, our Instagram, or wherever else we're at now. I'm sure we're on almost every platform at this point.
3: See, si, senor.
4: Um, ask us questions. Give us ideas for these calls. Give us stuff to go over. Um, oh, we are
3: struggling. Over.
4: Dude, it's rough right now. We're trying to come up with stuff that we can go through these podcasts with. So we would love your guys' input, your ideas, give us ideas for new shows, uh,
3: make our life easier so we can answer your questions in an hour and a half
0: time frame. And I mean, I do it. We do it. Questions, but they're very like people reaching out to us about a specific thing, not like a broad spectrum question. It's more like very. Personal stuff. Yeah. So, for a, I want to make people shit. Even if it's a good topic of conversation, we're not going to like maybe bring that. Up. I mean, maybe eventually we will. Uh, and just bring their life into the conversation. But yeah, really yeah. broad, hour plus questions would be great. It'd be cool.
4: Give us some broad scope questions about stuff that you either couldn't find, didn't find, or want to know our opinion on. We can go over them. We're I mean, happy to do that.
3: It doesn't even have to be an hour. It could be a half hour because we'll fill the other hour with our nonsense.
0: Yeah. yeah. All mythological creatures that we can identify in the world today, like Nessie and shit. Chewbacca. Chewbacca. I
1: still believe dragons are around.
2: I mean,
0: yeah. Yeah. I hear a lot of more about dragons and how they die. and I think I told you this, Sigma or maybe I told you, I don't know. I was probably at the time. I don't know who I was talking to. Um, but where um, dragons, uh, it was said that they would collect so much gold and hoard their gold. That you know, they would lay on top of it, sleep on top of it, and they would never leave their gold. After they got so much wealth, and uh, over time they would they would sat still for so long. Moss would grow over them, animals would go like kind of graze and whatnot, and that's where mountains, a lot of mountains, were formed. Is they're actually sleeping dragons over centuries, and that's why there's like ridges and all sorts of like different shapes to it. And, like that's a sleeping dragon, but that's just lore I've heard.
2: Hmm.
0: i know
4: there's like the sleeping giant aspect to a lot of mountains um yeah like um uh
0: you're near um not kennicott uh, what's the one down lehigh uh Tippinogus, yeah
4: uh-huh. just I, like the sleeping woman i grew up under mount Tippinogus. i was like 15 minutes from the mouth of that canyon so yeah
0: but yeah. that's the sleeping woman that uh, visited on the mountainside, which is really cool.
4: If you look at like Moana and body and everything, and I know there's other ones throughout the world that are very similar to that with the sleeping giant or the there's also the stone and some people are saying they're sculpted, some people are saying that they're natural rock formations, but there's like the giant snakes in the Amazon and shit like that that are in stone and it's just it's cool. That'd be cool though, that'd be a fun one. But yeah, ask us questions, please.
3: Give Just us like something. Alana, the sleeping Earth goddess.
0: It's going to be rough too. These next couple pod or these next couple streams that we do, or whatever else. I'm going to be traveling, so it's going to be pure chaos for me. Okay. But I think I'll be in. I think I'll be in your time zone, because I think that's the same. It's the same one. I'll be in yours though, so it'll be a little bit easier. Okay, but it's at nine o'clock here. That sucks. Well, that's actually better because I got shit to do all day. So.
1: so fair enough. All right. Well,
0: I highly encourage everyone to take an, an animal test now because that was ridiculous. Because you're a right, raccoon.
3: You're a fucking. I remember the test I
0: took into our chat. I figured eventually we're gonna send to our students and be like, "Do this. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think." <laughs> Jeez. Uh,
3: uh,
0: all right.
1: Well, for this week, I think that's it. Yeah. So,
4: thank you for listening to the New Up podcast. We enjoy every minute of the nonsense that we create with these. It's great. Um,
0: I hope y'all have- oh, I you I all. Mean, I'm, I'm just talking now. So, when we to do closing
3: day? comments, shut the fuck yeah. up. Whatever.
1: Fine. What the fuck? You're a friend.
3: No, he has You're ADHD. Thank you for listening to the new Upset We will see you guys next week.
1: Bye,
2: guys. Bye.